Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of The Mysterious Journey. I'm your host, Kautar, I go by Jay. And today we are gonna talk about people pleasing. If that's something that you are interested in, so stay tuned. So we'll talk about what is people pleasing and how you can identify yourself as a people pleaser or a people fixer and the correlation between people pleasing and codependency and attachment style and trauma bonding and other stuff and what is the root of being a people pleaser why people pleaser are people pleaser and finally we will talk about how to stop the cycle of being a people pleaser so let's get to it I just noticed that I talk it too fast. Now I'm gonna slow down a little bit. Anyways, people pleasing. What is people pleasing? I think it's, it's self explanatory, isn't it? It's when you want to please other people, so in order for them to accept you and to validate you, so you feel like you are being loved and accepted. You have a hard time saying no when you really want to say it you end up saying yes even if you really want to say no but just yes come out all out of your mouth just like that and you feel like you need to put other people's need before yourself you feel like being you go by the idea of being selfless is is the good thing is being a a good person is being um like it's being a great person, being a great friend and being a great partner and being a great like daughter or or, or son uh, or whatever. And you feel like you are obligated to say yes. You have no other options. You are a dummy if you think you have other options. <laughs> you, you only have to say yes because if you don't say yes, that person are going to get angry and you don't want anyone to get angry you don't want anyone to get mad at you and especially you don't want to be the reason of it you don't want to be the reason of people getting mad for you saying no you see and people pleaser like try to avoid tension at all costs like tension for people pleaser is is nightmare and for you saying no you create that tension you see, for you saying yes, you won't create tension. So will you go towards saying yes, of course, because you don't want tension. People pleasers are hungry of other people's approval and validation. That's why they are being the way they are. Because they want something. They want you to be nice to them. They, want, they do this just to not create any tension. You see, because they are expecting you to like them to love them, to to just accept them, you know? They want to blend in, they want to fit in, even if they can't fit, they will try so hard to fit, you see? And even if they can't fit, they will just like distance themselves. But all the time they will try to fit in, especially if they are trying to impress someone. Like people pleasers in in a day-to-day life, they are trying to impress everyone. But when they have someone that they love, someone that they have a crush on, someone that they really like interested in, they will do extra effort just for that person to notice them. It's like, see what I'm doing to you, love me, like me, uh, be nice to me, approve me. And it depends on each person because each person has their own like love language and attachment style. 
So the bare minimum of what people please really want and why they are doing all of this is they just don't want to be rejected, don't want to be abandoned, don't want to stay alone, don't want to be like left out. And it may not be that obvious because each person has their um, love language and different attachment style. So the bare minimum of what a people pleaser want is to not be rejected and abandoned, to not be left out, to not be hated, you know? They don't want people to hate them or to not like them. Even if it means they will... They are more likely they want people to like them for what they are not or just hiding those parts that they will. they know that people don't like. Just to fit in. So people-pleasing is directly correlated and goes hand-in-hand with other issues like codependency, uh, the lack of boundaries, the the guilt of setting boundaries, um, uh, the lack of frame control, uh, trauma bonding and attachment style. I know that attachment style is a whole subject by its own and it needs uh, its own like episode. But it has a lot to do with someone being a people pleaser. It's a modality, psychological modality developed by Dr. John Bowlby. And it is four types of attachment style. There is secure attachment style, ambivalent anxious, dismissive avoidance, and um, fearful avoidance. I'm not sure about the other three types of, um, of attachment style. But anxious ambivalent is for sure has something to do with people pleasing because people with anxious ambivalent they tend to be like they give a lot and they tend to be like clingy and needy and they they deal with codependency. Which what we are gonna talk about right now. Oh before talking about this I forget to mention that um the attachment style fear for avoidance is a mix between dismissive avoidance and ambivalent anxious which means fearful avoidant people with fearful avoidant attachment style they may have some tendencies of people pleasing but not as much as ambivalent uh, anxious if you have never heard of like uh, attachment style uh, i really recommend you to go and make your own research so you can understand which type of attachment style you have it's really it's really so important to know. It it really make a huge difference to know which attachments you have, and it's it under you will understand a lot about yourself. Now we will go to codependency. Codependency is when when you try to rescue others from the poor from their poor life choices. Is when you try when you take responsibility of others people's feelings. I think it's the same. Codependency is people pleasing. If we if we look at it closely, it's when you give from an empty cup. It's when you feel so responsible for what people go into. It's when you babysit other people, you know, and put your needs aside and put other need people's needs like a priority. They go by this kind of expressions, like, it's okay if I get hurt, it's just I don't want that person to get hurt, or I don't want anyone to get hurt, it's okay if I get hurt. This is called dependency. It's always your responsibility of what's going outside of you. It's always your responsibility of what's happening in other people's life. 
Let's give an example. For example, you are in a relationship with someone who is dealing with their own struggle. And at some point in your relationship, you will start feeling like you are really responsible of what's going on in their lives. And you feel obligated to help them. It's, it's, it's your duty to do it. You know, it's not there to do it and you are just going to help them and be there for them if they want help. You will you feel like you are you f- you feel like you need to fix them. You need to help them because it's your responsibility. And you always find yourself that you are the mother in a relationship or you are the father. You are that person who take care of what's going on in other people's life. And you don't have time for your needs. You, you don't even prioritize your needs. You don't even take care of yourself. You see? You are putting people first and that shows how much people pleaser and codependent aka codependent people have a have a lack of boundaries there is no boundaries you know saying like no i'm not gonna sorry i'm not gonna help you with this thing um um i need i'm tired or i need to sleep or i am really sick or i for codependent people, they don't do that. They don't put themselves first. It's okay if you are sick. I have, I have to take care of that person first, and then we will. I will see myself. There is a huge lack of boundaries, and also it's it it comes it comes with even if they try to put boundaries, there is the guilt, guilt of setting boundaries. There is a huge guilt. Of setting boundaries even if they are gonna say yes to themselves they don't they don't care about themselves because they don't see themselves as a priority so those boundaries are like just making them feel guilty instead of feeling proud of themselves also they have confrontations issues confrontation is- issues you know they just can't they have a hard time to confront people and communicate their needs you see for example you are in a relationship with someone and you are codependent and that person did something to you that really hurt your feelings you don't get yourself to say anything because you don't want to seem like you are nagging you don't want to seem like you are making it a big deal you don't want to seem like it's bothering you because you don't want tension again as we talked about it before you don't want to create you don't want to be the reason of tension even if you are not the reason of tension even if you are hurt and you have to speak about your needs you don't you see you have a hard time confronting because you always feel like it's your fault why this is happening even if you are gonna talk about your needs and speak up for yourself there is also a lack of frame control frame control is like they can't stand in their frame. They can't be in their bodies, which means they are always in other people's frame. They are always thinking about what they can offer to other people. They are always thinking about how they can get approval from that person. How can I make that person smile? How can I make that person laugh? How can I give to that person? How can I make that person happy? They are always giving, giving away. You see, they always give, they always give energy. It's so rarely that they will take something. You see, they always give. I just noticed that I I say you see <laughs> so many times. <laughs> um, now that we talking about people pleasing and all the st- and how to identify yourself if you are a people pleaser and all those like other psychological responses that are correlating with 
people pleasing because of course they won't be codependency if there is no people pleasing in the first place so we give a uh, we give like a whole picture about what's people pleasing what's the things that could help so if you want to work on yourself that's gonna be there is so many areas you can work if you are a people pleaser uh, now we will go to another thing which is the root of being a people pleaser what's the root of being a people pleaser so people pleaser starts off as a parent pleaser or a caregiver pleaser yes everything starts from childhood there is no way out of that <laughs> we will always give back to there so there is actually so many like so many like reasons of why that's why a person will end up being a people pleaser but the number one thing that is sure is like that child that's he is now or she is now or they are now a people pleaser they used to be in their childhood an emotionally neglected child or there is so much patterns of inconsistency from the caregivers now that I'm gonna start talking about this, each person has their own experience. But you take what you can relate with and lift, leave the rest. So, a people pleaser used to be emotionally neglected, and there is there is one condition: in order to get to get love and attention from the caregiver, they need to do what the caregiver wants, which means they need to be obedient. They used to be good girls and good boys. People pleasers used to be good girls and good boys because they are obedient. I know that may not apply to all people pleasers because the spectrum of people pleasing is so vast. There is people who are like like high-key people pleasers, there is low-key people pleasers, you know? But even if in, in your childhood you were so stubborn, you will get to a point where you will do what your caregivers want just so you can get love and approval, just so they will love you. You see? You see again. <laughs> For example, I don't know what kind of example to give, really, but you are in a situation where you don't want to do something, but your care your caregiver or your parents wants you to do it and you are in a situation where if you don't do it they for example they will tell you if you don't do this like I won't talk to you or I won't give you I won't buy you candy or I will they will just give you for example the silent treatment you would do that thing even if you don't want to because you want them to care about you and you want them to give you that candy and you want them to you, you don't want them to, to stop talking to you. In, in, in some ex other examples and other situations, there is children who get like, like punished by physical abuse and get hit by the parents if they don't do what they want. It's not always like emotionally neglection, like I will give you silent treatment or something. Sometimes they will punish you physically because... I don't know if this applies to everyone. As I told you, take what what you can, what resonates with you, and leave the rest. Each person has their own experience. So anyway, based on those situation, and the more they happen, the more 
the subconscious mind starts getting wired for the idea that saying no or or refusing means it's it's not all right i'm gonna get punished or i'm i'm, I'm get, it's it's not all right it's dangerous you see this is what's your your subconscious mind your mind is gonna start like feeling that saying no or refusing things is dangerous because something may happen even if nothing will happen if you say no it's because you get wired from your parents on what's gonna happen to you if you say no whether they are not gonna give you that candy or not gonna give you their phone to play with or not gonna like talk to you for the rest of the day or they are gonna punish you physically or they are gonna keep blaming you or comparing you to other kids there is so many ways that you are gonna get punished if you you refuse or say no and i want to say that i am not we are not here to attack parents okay they do the best that they can from the level of perspective that they have been raised with and it's it's not it's not only 100% the parents fault it's also the environment that you are in the school maybe at home um in your household your parents treat you like really great and they are not neglecting your emotions they may your parents treat you very well and they neglect your emotions i'm talking about in a situation where where a child have been raised in a really healthy household your parents didn't neglect your emotions, you weren't punished, no physically or emotionally. Even though in those cases, you will go to, to, to outside of that house and you will go to school, go to environment, play with other kids and you may start getting people-pleasing tendencies from outside of your household. It's not 100%, 100% the parents' fault. You may get it also from your environment at schools when you like encounter a bully, bullies who like will take advantage of you. You will start having those tendencies of people pleasing because you don't want anyone to abuse you. You will start giving them your stuff and all that. It's not always coming specifically from home because you are not going to stay at home forever. I just want to refer to that so we won't just keep the, the blame on parents. They are not 100% uh, the problem. The environment play a huge role in that. And that's why I'm saying take what resonates with you because each person has their, it has their like unique experience. Although that don't justify like if you feel some resentment towards your parents in any like shape, in any way, shape or form. If you feel like you resent them for something, that's not... A call to invalid and validate your emotions you see you have the right to feel what you are feeling and don't blame yourself for feeling resentment towards them and don't feel like don't guilt trip yourself for feeling that way you have all the right to feel that way and you are so safe to feel that way now we will go talk about um trauma bonding yeah trauma bonding is a psychological response to abuse it occurs when the abused person starts like um, creating or developing unhealthy bond with the abuse with the abuser or the person who abused them trauma response why i want to talk about it because 
it's so important it has a lot a lot to do why a person is a people pleaser um and why i want to talk about it like uh, separately than the other situations it's because here we we talk about a situation where the caregiver is toxic to the parent to the child which means they are toxic maybe they are narcissistic or sociopathic or i don't know but they are so toxic that they abuse the child so bad that uh, a, a trauma bond will be created what happens here is the abused person will start to share sympathy towards the abuser and will start like giving excuses to why the abuser is acting that way because what's happening in this dynamic that the abuser always put the blame on the abused person we hear we talk about caregivers caregiver and child they will blame them for how they feel they will blame them for all what's going on in their lives they will blame them for everything and they will physically and emotionally abuse them in a way that the abused person will start questioning themselves that oh maybe they are right i am the reason of all this because the more they keep telling them how much they are they regret having them or how much they are the reason for everything and abuse them for all what the, the abusers do they will start having sympathy towards the, abu the abuser the abused person will start having sympathy towards the abuser because they were starting giving excuses to them oh they are feeling like that because i made them go through that or maybe because they have gone through a lot and i am the reason so there is always that self-blame and from here comes the expression of they abuse me because they love me they, they physically punish me because they really love me and care about me but because what's the abuser do is they keep justifying that physical abuse and that's like mental like suffering with i love you that's why i do this to you it's like there is a switch there is inconsistency inconsistency one time they will show you that how much they hate you and they are they regret having you and the other time they will tell you i do this they will hit you or abuse you and then they will be like i do this because i love you and they won't ever be regretful for what they did to you because they will do it over and over and over so the abused person will always be trapped in that loop where they think that everything is their is their fault that's why and they don't have they can't leave that person because they feel like they, they are gonna feel guilty because that person always guilt trip them for everything whenever they want to talk about themselves speak for themselves set a boundary anything they will feel like they can't do anything about it so the abused person will start like uh, trying to babysit the abuser's emotions and going like going on eggshell to just not try to make any like tension create any tension or a problem so they won't start hating them or hating them or blaming them again so most of people who went through this uh, kind of uh, uh, psychological response they will grow up and they will manifest relationship with someone who will treat them the same way and they won't mind it because 
as a core belief that they had when they were children that if someone abused me physically or emotionally, that means they love me, especially physically. If that someone, if that person abused me physically, that means they, she, he or she or they, they really love me. And in that kind of dynamic, it's 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 like almost impossible for those people who are being abused that they will say no, or they will express their needs, or they will talk about how they feel, or they will feel the strength to just walk away. It's because they have they have been wired and programmed to believe that it's always their fault and it's always their problem and it's resp- and it's their responsibility to babysit other people's emotions so i think i have talked about like all the aspects i guess about why the root of being a people pleaser i think that there must be so many other stuff that i didn't talk about but this is all this is what i like i find most interesting and most like the reason of why things happen the way they happen and again your experience may be totally different and you may not have all those things happening in your life as a child and still you are a people pleaser and or you may relate to some of those things um but the, the number one thing that I'm really sure of is emotionally neglected children are the most likely to be people pleasers when they become when they grow up because because they have been programmed to understand that their needs, their feelings are not that important. But the needs and the feelings of other people are the most important. So as a sum up, um, people pleasing is just a trauma response. To the conditioning that that someone went through in their early experiences. So now we will talk about the last part, which is how to stop people pleasing and how to st- to start being more empowered, more in your frame than in anybody else's. First of all, is to start identifying what makes you feel uncomfortable. Write it down. Just sit down, take a pen. And a piece of paper and write down what makes you uncomfortable in any way, shape or form. Now, when you are done with, the, with this part, write down the things that from that first list that are uncomfortable, but you tolerate them. Which means the things that you don't like and you want to say no about, but you instead saying yes and people pleasing rather than affirming that you don't want that or you feel uncomfortable about that be honest with yourself and be specific what are those things ask yourself the question what are those things that i they are so uncomfortable to me and they are a big no-no to me and i still tolerate them and write the things everything down now you will get a little bit deeper and ask yourself why I tolerate these things that are uncomfortable to me. And write down your thoughts. Write down why, honestly, without filters. Nobody gonna read your thoughts. Write them down. You can like burn them after or you can like rip them. Just be honest for that moment with yourself. It's all about honesty. If some kind of emotion is emerging to the surface, let it be. If you feel like crying, if you feel like anger or resentment, 
let it be, feel it, honor it, observe it, just let it be and feel this in your body. It may be hard at first, but when you allow yourself that that feeling or that emotion that you are feeling at that moment is safe for you to feel it. And you are not attacked, you are not under attack, you are not like being stalked by a lion mountain or something. It's okay to feel those emotions, to sit down with them, even if it's hard. It's going to be hard. I'm not going to say it's easy, it's hard. But if you allow yourself and you give yourself the permission to feel them, they are going to be released so fast. Now that you did this exercise to release a little bit of those emotions that are trapped inside of you and you didn't get the chance to talk about them because you are always giving, giving and you, you, you don't like put yourself first. So this exercise is going to help you to put yourself first and allow yourself to feel those emotions that you were suppressing inside of you. Now you will write the boundaries about those uncomfortable things. Now it's time to give yourself promise or just try to give yourself promise. It's not like if you break the promise, you are going to start feeling bad about yourself again and the cycle is going to be repeated. Just try, write it down. I'm going to try to set boundaries around those things and I will respect them. I will try to respect them. Don't put high expectations on yourself because you may be put in a situation where you just can't and it's okay. I just want you to understand that don't push yourself to the limit. You don't have to know everything from the start. You know, you are not going to be that empowered, strong person, like ruthless, carefree from the start. It's going to take some, some time and it's going to be built up and add up by those little things that you are going to start doing. I'm sorry for the, for the noise that was in the background. I didn't notice it. Anyways, where were we? Boundaries and creating boundaries is so important. It reflects to the other person that you are going to be dealing with that they can't cross those lines. Those things you can't tolerate. And that will help you to teach people how to treat you. Because people just treat you the way you, you, you let them treat you. The way that they think that you can tolerate and that you will keep tolerating. So the world is not full of amazing people who are gonna respect your boundaries without ever like repeating your words over and over and giving so many chances to people who really don't deserve it no the world is full of other people too people who are gonna take advantage of you people who have no empathy towards you or your boundaries and who cares about them <laughs> people are just want to take from you and they want to give nothing people who want more access to you more than you can give them or you allow them to, to take. So I want to tell you if you are dealing with that kind of people right now and they are in your life and you are people pleasing them, trust me, when you are gonna set a boundary, they are gonna guilt trip you because this is what they know how to do. They will guilt trip you for not letting them get access to you while at the same time, they will accept you to treat them the same way they, they treat you. And who's gonna get mad at you setting a boundary about what makes you feel uncomfortable? That means they don't care about you. They are just selfish people who want more of you, more of what you give them. 
more of what they can take from you. So if you can identify someone in your family, friend group, or workspace, or between your friend group, anyways, that is always taken and not given, always taken from you and not adding anything and always makes you feel drained those people are the most people that you have to set boundaries with in my opinion i will just cut them off and stop talking to them completely because i have no time for that kind of people so i want you to be ready for the idea that they are gonna guilt trip you and you are gonna start to feel guilty because you always feel guilty you always feel that it's your fault of course based on your early experiences you are always being guilt tripped and blamed for things that maybe has nothing to do with you it's still inside of you when you are gonna see the boundary someone are gonna guilt trip you you are gonna feel guilty you are gonna start questioning if you did something wrong or what you did was like make them mad or anything like that listen to this you set a boundary about something that makes you feel uncomfortable something that you don't want something that you can't tolerate and you call that person out for whatever they did to you or said to you and they will get mad and they will get offended it's their job it's their problem deal with it it's not my problem it's their problem it's not your problem it has nothing to do with you stop the idea of i have to babysit other people's feelings because when you start feeling guilty it's automatically subconsciously you feel like you are obligated to babysit their feelings automatically this is a people pleasing response so you have to start processing the idea that what they feel <clears throat> when you speak your truth is none of your business no matter what they are saying maybe they are they will start bringing things from the past and deflecting things just to make you feel the bad guy and they are the guilty they are the victims no no this is all just bullshit you don't have to feel to babysit their emotions and to feel responsible for their emotions what they feel inside their bodies are theirs to deal with are theirs to deal to deal with not yours what you got to take responsibility of is to speak up for yourself you see what you need to do and what you need to feel guilty about is when you don't speak up, up for yourself and you don't call people for the things that they do always call people out call them out look i don't like the way you talk to me look i feel comfortable with that please don't do it again or please don't say that again i don't like that i don't just keep exp expressing yourself the thing that will like um not allow you to do that is the fear of abandonment especially if that person you have that kind of emotional like connection with that person which is in that kind of cases it's just one-sided because you feel like you babysit their feelings but who cares about yours and you don't care about yours if you don't care about yours who is gonna care about yours this is the situation where people will take advantage of you. This is the, the situation where they will take your kindness to weakness. Because you just can't be authentic to yourself. That's why being a nice person is just a shadow aspect. Because we are nice because we are afraid to be abandoned. 
We are nice because we don't want to be rejected. We are nice because we love those people. We, we want them around us. So being nice is not a good thing. Stop being nice. Be authentic. Be yourself. Call people out. Tell them that what they do, what they said is not all right. And you are not tolerating it. And to show them that you can't tolerate it, if they do it again, it's done. It has to be like that. Because you teach people that if you give them so many chances, of course, give them another chance. It's all right. Everyone deserves another chance. But if they do it and you see the pattern that they keep doing it, they are testing you. They are testing you if you will keep tolerating it. And if you keep just saying, look, I don't like it and you don't do anything about it. For them, it means you are saying that just keep doing some tolerating it. I'm okay with it. Even if I'm bluffing about it, don't mind it. I'm okay. Because when they are going to take you seriously and respect your boundaries, when you are going to go away, not give them no energy, no time. Because who won't respect your boundaries will not respect you. You have to be willing to walk away. You have to be willing to walk away when you are not being respected in any ways. You have to be willing to go. That's why walking away is attractive. That's why whenever someone just wants to walk away, we, we certainly want that person back. We certainly see the importance of that person in our lives. It's because walking away is a different energy. It's a strong energy, it's an independent energy, it's an empowered energy that, look, I don't need you. See, I don't need you in my life. Maybe I want you, but I don't need you. So if you are not going to respect me and treat me the right way, I'm not going to stay around. This kind of energy is what people pleasers need to embrace more. But what blocks it from happening is the fear of abandonment. So going to the root of the problem is going to help a lot. If you start like working on healing those like abandonment issues, it's going to be easier for you to just let people go and walk away whenever you are not being respected, not to stick around just for the sake of not being abandoned and rejected. And for people who, who are trauma bonding, they... They are going to find a hard time putting boundaries because when you are going to set a boundary and that person come and didn't agree with you because what boundary? All of a sudden you want to set a boundary and they will guilt trip you. You will start feeling those patterns again of you. You feel like what they feel is your business and you start giving them excuses for not respecting your boundary, which is so dangerous, to be honest. Giving excuses is a huge sign of people pleasing and the fear of abandonment. Even if that person crossed the lines that you told them to not cross, you will give them excuses for, the, for what they did. And this is not all right. You don't have to give them excuses because they break the rule that you set which means they don't care if you feel uncomfortable, which means they only think about themselves. So I want to tell you something that you will start feeling when you start understanding that you are no longer gonna people take advantage of you, you are no longer gonna say yes when you wanna say no, and you are taking your power back. The first thing that you are gonna feel is anger. So much anger and so much resentment. 
for why you allow yourself to let those people take advantage of you. And when you are going to start setting those boundaries, those people are going to guilt trip you and you are going to feel angry. You are going to feel irritated because you are not supposed to feel guilty about it. So I want to tell you that it's okay. If you feel that anger, that means it's a good thing. That means you are no longer allowing this. You want change. Anger is a good sign that you are not accepting this anymore. You want something else. But in the, in the, before, when you were like people pleasing, you are not angry about it. You are just doing it, even if you feel uncomfortable, but like you feel obligated, but not angry. But when you take a decision that I don't want this anymore, anger is going to be the first thing that you are going to feel and resentment for why you let those people do this to you. I want to tell you, take it easy. It's okay if you feel angry. Don't resist it allow it allow it to be you just started in it in this journey you don't you are not going to expect yourself to not feel any guilt from the first try of course no you will feel guilty and it's going to be so much bravery and so much fear too because the fear of abandonment is going to be raising up again you are going to feel everything and you are going to stand and say what you have to say especially if you you have relationships in your life that you know that you give those you give those people so many chance, chances and they still do the same thing you know you know very well that you need to cut those people off you know very well but of course it's up to you just understand that when you are going to start respecting yourself the, your energy is going to change you may not be dealing with them the same way you used to if you don't want to confront them directly, just start pulling away little by little. Because confronting that kind of people is just a waste of time. Because they are going to flip the table on you and you are going to become the, the guilty in the whole situation. But just understand that when you are going to start this journey, your energy is going to be different. And you are going to be more attracted to different people. People who who will love you for who you are, who will respect you, and you will no longer be like attracted to those people and no longer care if they are going to go or stay. And this is a huge sign that you are shifting to a different timeline where you are more empowered, more you, more authentic. And also one thing is like, allow yourself to be selfish. Allow yourself to not be unrealistically there for everybody. Whenever they want you, whenever they call you, whenever they text you, you are going to be there because this is something else. It's like people pleasers are always available, always available, available to give because if they don't give right away, they will feel like they are being selfish, especially if they are being gaslighted by someone who told them you are being selfish because you don't care about me. And that person is totally exhausted, totally drained. Nobody cares about how they feel. Nobody cares about what they are going through. And adding to that, they feel guilty for what the other person is feeling. So if you feel obligated to do something, which means don't do it because you don't want to. What you want to do, you will want it. You will like it because you want it, not because you are obligated to do it. So I recommend you... When you are feeling drained, 
when you are not feeling okay, disappear. Go to, to, to the places that you like, go read books, shut your down, shut down your phone. Just don't stay available. Go do something for yourself. When you gain energy, when you, when you fill your cup, you can give from the overflow. Don't give from an empty cup. Fill the cup and give from the overflow of the cup. Because you can't help people if you are not helping yourself. If you think you, are, you can help people when you are not helping for yourself, those people are going to take you for granted because they are not getting the vibe from you that you even love yourself to begin with. So they sense weakness in you. Even the nicest people, if they sense weakness in you, whether they will take advantage of you or they will push you away. And it's not coming from you are being kind, you are being supportive, you are being helpful because you won't stop those things when you become empowered and you stop being people pleaser. But it's coming from a place that screw me, screw my life, I will put you first. You see the difference of the energy? Then I will go rest, I will go take a break, I don't know for how long, I'm gonna get my energy back and I will come talk to you and I will be there for you. For now, I can't because I have to be there for me. The energy is totally different. The other one, the first one is embodying weakness and neediness. The second one is embodying empowerment and strength and detachment. So for you personally, which person are you going to respect more? The person who is going to throw themselves away to come and help you or the person who is going to put themselves first? Of course the person who is going to put themselves first. Their energy, their vibe is talking about them. They don't even need to say a word. And they may used to be people pleasers too. Getting to that point is not easy. Self-love is a journey. Healing is a journey. And it's so unpredictable. I'm not calling you to become rude to people, to not support people that you love in your life, to put electric fences and just push people away, far away from you because they will take advantage of you. No, I'm not saying this, okay? Make a difference. I want you to know something. Don't try to look for that kind of relationship that... You will try to avoid all those things and try to not like have even the need to set boundaries or people are just gonna like that kind of people that they will understand you without talking. First of all, those people doesn't exist. Secondly, this is just a sign that you don't want to take responsibility to set boundaries because of the fear of confrontation. You don't want to deal with that. If you start, if you feel like that in your journey, understand that it's just fear of not trying to deal with all this and to keep your being a nice person and people pleaser tendencies, but with people who will respect that and he will understand you without talking and they will read your mind and you already know that those people doesn't exist within any relationship, no matter how it is you are gonna get to a point where you are gonna hurt each other you or disrespect each other whether intentionally or unintentionally it just happens this is human nature 
especially when you get too close to someone. Those things happen. Conflicts happen. There is no perfect friendship, perfect relationship that doesn't exist. People who will just understand you if you are mad and they will respect your boundaries without ever saying anything and they will just like treat you respectfully even if you are walking all over yourself. That doesn't exist. Because everything is about energy. You can relate to that too. If someone came to you, for example, wanting your approval, wanting your validation, and you feel that neediness, you feel that attachment to wanting to, to get your approval and validation and just needing you, are you going to like this? How are you going to feel about this energy? So exactly this is the energy of a people pleaser. It's not attractive. It's not cool and it makes people want to walk away from them. Or for people who love to manipulate that kind of people, want to take advantage of them. Because they sense weakness. Because they are speaking, I am here, use me. Nobody wants to deal with that kind of people. No matter how that person are going to be so respectful and respect people's boundaries. and re For that kind of people they will be took for granted or and disrespected because they don't have respect for themselves. This is the rule. People pleasers are most of the times disrespected because they don't have the idea of speaking up for themselves, for putting people in their places, for saying, hey, you, I don't like what you do. Do you think I like this? No, I don't. Speak up for yourself. This is how you are going to show to other people that, hey, I'm not going to let you walk all over me. They will back off because they understand that you are not the person to play with and they will respect you more. This is how human, this is human nature. Even if they will feel offended in the moment, even if they will hate you, guilt trip you, they will really respect you deep down because deep down, while they are trying to use you, they really don't want you to fall for it. Because they will disrespect you. This is how humans work. Unfortunately, this is how humans work. They, deep down, don't want you to fall for it. Because they will lose respect to you. But they want to manipulate you at the same time. I'm just trying to be honest with you. Because this happens in everyday life. And it happens with us. Whether we know it or not. Let's see the example now of someone who they respect themselves. They are assertive. They are confident in their own energy. They don't need anybody anyone's validation. Just by talking about that kind of people, you can feel the energy. You want to be around them. You respect them more and they inspire you to be like them and to be around them. And you learn a lot from them. Because they don't care what you think about them. They don't care about your validation. They don't care about like getting love or attention from you if that means that they have to put you first and not themselves you will find that kind of people always speaking up for themselves when they feel that this is not fair for themselves or this is not okay and when they do that they don't care about your reaction and how you are going to feel about it because it's a boundary and boundary is a boundary if you don't want to respect it then leave that's kind of people, like, that's kind of respectful, self-respected people and assertive people. Um, 
like free looters and manipulators can't get anything from them. They avoid that kind of people. People who take advantage of people avoid that kind of people because they are not in weakness. They can't have anything from them because they are always onto them. They know what they are up to. I want to add something, even those assertive people, they may have some people pleasing tendencies, like that they are not aware of. Look, I just want to put you in a perspective that nobody has it all getting, like, has it all together, if that makes sense. You see, even if the most empowered person, they have some people pleasing tendencies. The work is never done. The work is never done, especially if that person were a people pleaser in the past. The work is never done. But the more you do it, the more you heal those patterns, the more you are going to feel better and better and better. And you start feeling the difference out of how, what you used to do, what you used to tolerate and how you are now and how you are like cherishing your energy and time more. So don't see those kind of assertive people that they are perfect. It's a trap. They are not perfect. You see, there is so many people who are just wearing a mask of being like that. Just because they have to. You see? And in their personal life, they may be totally different. They may be like people pleasers and a lot of things. I saw so many examples. That's why I want to include it here. But there is people who are super confident. But... If you get too close to them, you will find that they really have some people-pleasing tendencies, they have low confidence, sometimes not always they are super confident and they think they can get over the world or something. I just want you to see the, the, the picture like that, that nobody has it all together. And it's okay if you start like talking about it, I'm gonna do this, I'm not gonna let that person oh, take advantage of you, I'm not gonna let... Anyway, even that person doesn't know anything about this because this is the thing that some people doesn't know they are taking advantage of you. Some people doesn't know that they are breaking a rule or breaking boundaries. That's why I'm, so, I'm telling you that you have to speak for yourself. So just to let them know what they did wrong or what not. Or just you don't feel okay or you get hurt. Just to let them know. That doesn't mean they are bad people. I'm not always, we are not always going to accuse those people for being like manipulators. There is people who just don't. You or me can hurt people without ever realizing. And we won't realize if they don't speak for it. And you can't keep like thinking about how people are going to keep feeling. We don't know. If you don't speak, I won't know. This is the rule that you have to live by. If you don't talk, I won't know. If I don't talk, you won't know. So as I said, when you start talking about it, that I'm not going to let that person treat me like that. I'm not going to get weak or this or that. And with time, that person came to talk to you and get weak and you t you let that person whatever you tolerated what you don't want this is the thing you tolerated what you don't want what you feel uncomfortable about and afterward you start feeling guilt and you start feeling like oh my god i'm i'm fake i talking about this a lot and maybe i share it with my friends and now look what i'm doing i'm not going by my words i'm this i'm that and you're going to start feeling angry i'm telling you right now it's okay you are human you can make mistakes you can talk about something and do totally the opposite of it not because you are a hypocrite or fake because at that moment you felt 
emotions that are rising from deep within you, emotions that you need to sit down and work with little by little, emotions that were created in a certain period of your life that you were so fragile and so vulnerable and you wanted someone to, to be there for you and they were, they, were, they were nobody or you were just neglected. Those emotions are valid. So for you to say and to start feeling that you are fake and hypocrite and all this, it's you are invalidating those emotions. Don't invalidate your emotions. It's okay if you felt weak. It's okay in a moment you felt strong and and confident and in another just a next minute you feel so weak and you want to die. It's totally all right. You are humans. You are human and we are here to go exactly through this. We are not here to be perfect by any means. We are here to feel like we are doing everything wrong and get things together little by little if we can. If we're not, we will keep trying. We won't stop. Why I'm talking about so this so specifically? Because I went through all this and I'm still learning from it and I'm still not there yet. It's not like you hear me talking about this and you like for an hour or something and you think that I am from those kind of people who are who get it together and I am super assertive. No, this is not the truth. So always put this in mind that nobody has it all together. And it's because they don't have it all together that doesn't mean they are fake or hypocrites. They are still learning and healing too. And this is what I want you to think about yourself too. Because I I went through the period where I'm blaming myself for saying things I don't do. And it's so hard to do in action. That's why I tell you it's totally fine if you feel that it's hard or you don't want to do it. Don't do it. If you feel super uncomfortable and you are in a fight and flight response and you feel like you are going to die, anxiety and panic attack, don't put yourself in that pressure. Don't put yourself in that situation. It's fine if you don't want to go through this. It's okay. Sometimes letting things slide like that, you will realize that's what you need to do exactly for yourself and in the right moment without making yourself feel so bad so please if you are a people pleaser and listening to me talking all for about this for an hour now maybe i guess uh, i want you to know that it's all right it's okay if you have this anger inside of you that you want to be assertive this is what you want you want to be assertive you want to talk speak up for yourself you want to 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 be more blunt and not not care about what people think of you and all this just understand that it's a journey and in this journey there is ups and downs ups and downs ups and downs so it's fine if one day you feel super good because you asserted a boundary for the first time and you are so proud of yourself and the other the other day you feel guilty why you asserted that boundary oh my god why did this it's fine you see it's it's all right to feel that way you are in a journey just understand that this is part of the journey it's hard to admit it because your mind doesn't want to believe it your mind doesn't want to suffer and doesn't want to put you through suffering but you gotta tell your mind that you got this. We got this. We are gonna go through this little by little. Because remember, remind yourself of all the things that you went through. 
in the past. Remind yourself of everything. Everything that you despise. Everything that you resent. People that you resent in your life and you still hold that, that resentment in your heart. Or people that you just don't want anything to do with anymore. Remember all the things that you allowed yourself to win through. All your late people went through. The guilt, the shame, the anger, everything. And ask yourself, do I want my future years or days to be like that too? Do I want to copy past what happened to me in the past to my future again and keep holding and carrying around all this? The answer, of course, is no. You want a better future. You want to feel better. You want better, you want better things and you have the right to, 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 to have that. You have the right to desire that. You, and you have to understand that you are worthy of it. By the way, one thing that you, that you need to work on it on this process is your self-worth self-worth is so important if you don't feel like you are worthy of being treated well worthy of being respected worthy of being like um respect your people for people to respect your boundaries something like that that's a problem from self-worth that you need to go work on it ask yourself some questions and from where this is coming so you can get to the root of it maybe something in your childhood and get back those memories and cry and let it out and start just start doubting those memories, those uh, limiting beliefs. Doubt them. I, I doubt that I am not worthy of it, and I am open to start believing that I am worthy of it. Don't say that I, uh, I am worthy, uh, because your mind is going to start telling you that you are not. Remember what happened that year. Remember what happened when you were in elementary school. Remember. Your mind are gonna start like playing the rule of like uh, sabotaging the, the affirmations that you are gonna use. That's why affirmations most of the times don't don't like work if you don't do the inner work. <laughs> so just try to doubt. Just try to doubt. The mind loves to doubt, isn't it? Without everything, <laughs> without everything and anyone. Let's doubt the limiting beliefs. Let's direct this energy of overthinking towards the limiting beliefs. Let's doubt them. Say this, I, I, I doubt that I am, I am not worthy. I, am, I just went through a situation that I start believing that, oh, because this happened, there is something wrong with me. And I am not worthy of love and this and that and that. You start doubting it little by little. Your mind starts saying, oh, that, that you may be right though. And you start putting your... Attention directed to what if I am, what if I am worthy of the opposite? What if I am worthy of love? What if I am worthy of respect? What if I am worthy to be like assertive and confident? What if? Just like that. Direct your mind just little by little because the mind, we, we only can trick our minds to do what we want. We can't just go directly and tell the mind to do what we want because the mind has all that old baggage inside of it, subconsciously, of all the things that opposite what we really want to do. So let's just trick the mind and directly towards what we want. Now we, we can understand why bad things happen to good people. It's not because it is something wrong, it's just because. <laughs> you see? Like, they get rejected, hated, disliked. For doing good deeds to other people. And here there is no black and white. There is no whether you are going to be a good person. Whether you are going to be a bad person. No. 
There is, we are talking about the extreme part of being a good person, which is to be a nice person, to be a nice girl or a nice guy. There is nothing wrong about being kind and gentle with people, of course. When you are going to start crossing that line, that fine line between being kind and gentle and being nice or too nice, is when you start treating yourself badly, walking all over yourself for people, taking so much from your energy for people, giving from an empty cup to people, trying to be available and realistically all the time to people. Where are you in this picture? Where are you? Your needs and your feelings doesn't matter to you. How come that if you don't care about yourself, how come that people are going to care about your feelings? How come someone is going to tell you, hey, buddy, I just see that you are just giving me, giving me, and you're not taking care of yourself. Nobody going to say that. Because it's your job. It's your job to do it. And maybe someone will come, some stranger, come and give you an advice about how you need to put yourself first and how you have to be selfish and how this. And it just doesn't resonate with you because for you, you have to, to give and put people first. So you won't be called selfish. If you don't do that, you are selfish. If you put yourself first, then you are selfish. There is no way out of that. But I'm telling you here that it's not selfish. It's just the norm to put yourself first. So always put, your, put in mind that whenever you get requested something from someone, ask yourself first. Do you feel obligated to say yes? Do you really want it? Or you just you don't want that person to get mad at you? Or you, of course you just don't want to create tension? And are you really going to say no to the most important person in your life, which is you, who is you, and say yes to some person just for them to not be angry at you? And also the dark side of being nice is that you are not being genuine. You are trying to hide all that, the other, like, ice, the, the other side of the iceberg about your feelings, that you resent that person. And you want to say no, maybe you are angry, you want to punch them in the face, but you just end up not doing that, you end up being nice. And you ask yourself, why I'm doing this? If you start getting to a point where you start feeling disgusted about what you do to yourself and feel like, damn, I don't want to deal with that person, why am I being nice? I don't want to deal with that person, I just want to cut them off. This is a good thing to start with, start from there, cut that person off. If the, all what they do is to take from you, all what they do is to just walk all over you. There is some people who use a technique that to manipulate other people by, especially of course nice people, by telling them how they are amazing they are and how selfless they are. They compliment them for the, what they do so they can give more. Because nice people just want validation, just want to be approved of. If you tell a nice person you are so selfless, Oh, I wish there is so many people like you in the world. Oh my God, you are amazing. You just, you are really so nice. Don't take that as a compliment. This is, <laughs> this is something that you have to consider that, oh, maybe I am doing something wrong for myself if that person see me like that. Because that could be a really huge boost 
stupid people pleasers to just give even more because they get that compliment like wow i'm being selfless being selfless is a good thing oh my god no it's not a good thing damn it it's not a good thing if those people who give you those kind of 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 compliments they are not giving you not anything they are not there for you they are just manipulating you by throwing that compliment there for you because they know what you want do you know what you you want to be validated so you will give even more so they will can give they will have more access to you watch out of what people throw to you they may seem like a compliment but it's totally not it's a trap so being selfless and putting people first and being nice is not compliments anymore this is a wake-up call to just understand what you are doing with yourself where are you putting yourself in this picture and ask yourself what did you gain from being a nice person to the to the people that you want the most in your life what end up happening did you did you get what you want at the end of it did you really loved you improved you did they change because you changed them with your niceness of course you didn't because niceness and too much niceness is a turn off and you can experience that by yourself from your day-to-day -day life see if when people are being too nice to you if it's a turn off and no and see yourself in the picture and how people are gonna feel about you because people are gonna feel what you feel about yourself if you feel like you are needy for that attention and validation i just want you to prove me i just want you to validate me please don't hate me please don't reject me please don't dislike me this is what being nice screams about but being genuine and authentic is like i am kind to you as long as you are kind to me and i'm gonna give as much as you give and if and if i feel like i am hurt and comfortable something like that i will speak up for myself and i am always willing to walk away no matter who's that person in your life you have to be willing to walk away you have always to be willing to walk away when when someone smells, just smells that you are willing to stay, they will take you for granted. This is human nature. They will take you for granted. So don't keep living that mentality of, I am just being too nice and I'm giving, look what I'm doing. I did this and this. I sacrifice a lot. Nice people sacrifice a lot. And they are the only person who see that sacrifice. And they just want to hear thank you, but they don't. You see? You are sacrificing because you want something back. You are pushing yourself in really like hard situations just to, to, to let that person understand that you are there for them, but they don't. You know why, you know why, why they won't give you what you want? Because of that neediness, that attachment to the result. Approve of me. Nobody gonna give you what you want if they feel how needy you are. It's a turn off. Whether they want to manipulate you or they just will cut you off. They don't want to deal with you anymore. I really don't want to sugarcoat anything. I'm just saying things as they are. This is how things work. And if you want to get more value, you want people to value you, respect you. Even though you really don't have to care about what they really can think, what they think or feel about you. You have to put yourself first. That's all what you can do. All what you have to do, you have to do, is to put yourself first. 
Make sure when you are saying yes to someone that you are not saying no to yourself. Make sure that you are saying yes too because you want to. And also the opposite. Make sure when you are saying no, you are not just saying no for like being stubborn or something. But because you really want to say no. Don't take, the, don't take this to the extreme, okay? Don't try to be like heartless person and cruel person who doesn't have emotions and empathy, doesn't care about other people because this is how you are going to save and protect yourself. Because you are going to start starting that cycle again, but in a different rule. You are going to start hurting other people that didn't do anything bad to you. You are going to start hurting the right people and they can't stay around you because they have... They can't allow and tolerate those things. So focus on creating healthy boundaries. Healthy boundaries. And it's okay if you find yourself creating electric shocks, <laughs> electric fences, which is aggressive boundaries, or sloppy boundaries where you are beating around the bush and you are not saying exactly what it is. But you are trying. You know, you are trying. And that's anger that is inside of you, that resentment, that disgusts. Everything that you feel is alright and it's okay and the feelings and your reactivity is valid even though you don't have to let it out on other people but if it happened there is no need to guilt trip yourself. Apologize if it apologize if it's needed and tell yourself that it's okay we are learning we are new on this journey still so many things to learn and I already have so much anger within me, so it's fine. I will go step by step with myself. Of course, you can use a punching bag, you can scream in a pillow, which is really a good method. You can do anything, you know? Just try to avoid letting out on people who didn't do anything to you. And you may find yourself in this journey trying to isolate yourself from people. Try to isolate yourself from all people that, I, that you used to know and trying to meet new people. It's good too. Do it. Do it if you no longer resonate with the old people that you used to know. Friends or whatever they are. Cut them off and start new. But make sure that when you meet new people and they start acting up the same as before, you just can't keep running away. Now it's time to assert a boundary. If there is someone that you just can't get rid of easily, make sure to assert boundaries and talk less to them. Engage less with them. And I'm sure that you are going to find people who will respect you and respect you setting your boundaries. will be so proud of you, to be honest, to assert a boundary. That kind of friends that you have to, to, to be around them. If there is one thing you have to get out of listening to this episode is if you have an empty cup, don't give. Don't do anything. Go fill the cup. And when you start noticing that there is an overflow, cool. Give people from that overflow. What's in the cup is yours. Okay? what's outside of the cup it's anybody else's this is always put it in mind anyways take what resonates with you and i'd love to hear your feedbacks on uh, the youtube community tab 
Anyways, thank you so much again and much love and God bless. Bye.